Welcome to a special edition of Ethical Writing, Bachelorette Party. That was underwhelming. We don't have a table this time around you guys. Well... Matthew wouldn't let me flip the table. Yeah, that, that was the real problem. So those were coasters. They there were is underwhelming a table. Co- underwhelming coasters. He also wouldn't let table. me drop the glass coaster. Uh, also a good idea, though. Did I hear you correctly, Stephen, that this is a special edition of Ethical Writing because it is also a Bachelorette party? I believe you did. <laughs> I believe you heard me correct. And this may be the most official podcast beginning we've ever had. Uh, it also might have the most people around it. Who's Bachelorette party? Oh, it's mine. It's Katrina's. This is the voice of Katrina. We should all introduce ourselves because we have so many voices on this one. Well, Matthew introduced me, and I guess I introduced him. Stephen Peck, class of 2001. That was Matthew's voice for those confused. Also, class of 2001. He just introduced But that, no, what? Huh? Start <laughs> I'm Matthew Nisley, class of 2001. Okay. And the person who's about to say hello is, is Stephen Pat, class of 2001. All right. Depending on and I'm voice. Katrina Herman, class of 2001. Who else do we have with us today? That wants to say hello. We're really, someone else has to talk. It can't be just another episode of the Matthew speech. We can't be present. <laughs> can't do that to us. Okay, Megan, you have to, you have to speak. You have to get closer to the microphone. Hello. This is Megan LaJor, formerly a woman, class of 2000. You can be on it. You can be on it. Carl? No, I was asking if she has a brother. I do have a brother. And Brian? Yes. What you can't hear is that Megan and Carl just had a moment of connection. Realizing that they know the same gentleman named Ryan. Uh, Carl is going to introduce himself, followed by (laughs) (laughs) Lavina. Hi, this is Carl Herman, class of 2005. I know, this is the first time we've had a 2005 person on our podcast. I'm so excited. He's also related to me. It's true. By blood. He didn't marry into the family. He was born into it. No choice. <laughs> do you want to sit down, Carl, or do you want to stand there awkwardly? Well, I don't know how much I'm going to be a part of this podcast. I don't, You're on it. Sit I'm down. On None podcast. of us really do. <laughs> <laughs> to review, the process kind of went like, hey, I want to do a podcast. That was her. And then it was I'm like, so all right. He was pointing well, to Katrina. Well, she's the only female voice that isn't. So far. I'm totally keeping track of things. Megan, sit down. I'm very tired. Well, do you want to be on it? Do you want to be one of our four listeners? You can be both. You can be both a Maybe listener and a you want to be on this podcast? You're welcome to be on this podcast. Sure. Introduce yourself. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lavina Jablani, also uh, in the class of 2001. And she may also be in this Yes, shout out to our three fans, Steve Downing. Hi, Steve. Chelsea Lynn. Hi, Chelsea. <laughs> Lavina Jeff Hey, Lavina. Literally, hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is a different uh, podcast, partly because it's our first one in 2019, because Katrina Is was this a live event? No. Are we the live audience, or is this, are we all... We're all contributing. It is a participatory <laughs> art project, so <laughs> if you're here, you're part of it, and if you go and you... Download all the other ones, you're also part of it. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's how this works. Yeah. To your level of comfort. Yeah. Um, sorry, I was in San Diego and that's why we didn't have any podcasts before. Because I thought we did one in January. We did. That it's now May. Well, almost May. So it's the second one It's April 20th. Yeah, there's still snow on the ground, so. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Lavina just gave me some tea because she's very. Hello. We just had a guest appearance by uh, Dr. 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 Arthur Pope. You may remember him from you like one of our previous episodes. Arthur is walking slowly towards the microphone. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that was Arthur. Um, Arthur is anyway. a recurring theme on this podcast. Arthur is uh, Chicago's newest. Uh, ASMR sensation. <laughs> I guess that could be literal and figurative. He's a sensation. So for those Down who the didn't know the podcast existed, the gist is that it is a conversation with people who are associated somehow with IMSA. Most of us attended 
however briefly a time. Yeah. Um, we've had. That's it. So far, we've only had attendees. Well, and Megan Hall, who married <laughs> into the Anderson family. So she had it. Um, she did. <laughs> <laughs> she did. And Google, and Google Monkey, who will soon be married into the family as well. Soon. In like two days soon. Oh my god, my bachelorette said. Is Google Monkey having a competing party? No, he had his bachelor party. I almost called it a bachelorette party. Did they yeah. look at things on the internet? They played video games for hours. I told him that he was allowed to have strippers, but if he had strippers, he had to tip them well in cash. Why in um, cash? <laughs> so they don't have to pay yeah, you know, they work hard. They deserve to have their tickets. Our schools cash. deserve to have their, like, to be paid for them. I mean, they could still declare the money on their taxes. It just becomes their ethical burden as opposed to our ethical burden. <laughs> the point is there were no strippers at Google Monkey's <laughs> bachelor party. They just played video games. And his bachelor party was decorated by a four-year-old who may not have understood what a bachelor party was. She may have thought it was his birthday. I'm now much more comfortable with the idea that there were no strippers. <laughs> I'm going to go on record and say the idea of a four-year-old not seeing strippers is okay. We also did, I think I've probably complained about this before, but we did start this podcast kind of like those NPR segments where it's like, hustle, hustle, bang, bang, clatter, clatter. Here we are reporting live from Katrina Herman's bachelorette party. It's true. I kind of like that. I'm very, I'm fascinated. Would you like to describe the, uh... I don't know, maybe Steve should describe, since he is the architect of this amazing streamer decoration. Well, I mean, the theme of all the decorations is probably your list. It's ready to be a party. So, you know, grab some things, take them up, throw them around, you know, all your things. What was that about Pecora? I just said there's Pecora. I think I'm getting hungry again. There's Pecora, there's streamers. There's okay. a half barrel cat. There's a selfie station. Which, by the way, we have Benadryl. If anybody who loves it. Thank you. <laughs> that was the murmur in the background was Jason uh, St. John, who is also associated with IMSA by choice. Indeed. Indeed, not by blood. <laughs> I hope this turns into a rager. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would like to remind everyone that if you're going to sit that far away from the microphone out there, you have to. And in case you were wondering what else we're doing, uh, we're going to have a potluck dinner, and then we're going to sidetrack musical Mondays, mm-hmm. and then we're really going, podcast and then we're going to Indiana. We are for the stripper. We we are. Right? No. I, I Indiana. Yeah, I got I got, I got rolls of quarters. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I'm, I'm trying to model our podcast more after David Tennant's podcast, which is my new favorite podcast, now that Chris Hardwick is no longer a person that I can follow or respect. Um, so, tell us about your connection to Insta, Megan, how did it feel? Tell us your life story. Megan, you have such an interesting well, life story. You were literally born a year after me. That is true. My birthday is exactly a year after Christina. Um, was it exciting? Were you born and you were like, no, oh, thank goodness I share a birthday with Sabrina. I knew nothing about it at the time. Um, <laughs> my mother, I'm assuming. Have you ever co-celebrated? Many times, yes. And yes. usually I crash Katrina's party and just have my own. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I'm Just a very time. generous person, so I make a point to share my birthday with Megan and her husband, Dan. Yes, who is two years younger than me on March 31st. Also born on March 31st. Wait, really? Yeah. Seriously? Seriously. Everyone was having sex in June, and it was really <laughs> My parents were in September. Well, well they were late to the party. Labor Day? I don't know what they would possibly say. Wedding. Wedding anyway. Anyway, Megan, you didn't yeah. answer the question. You got distracted. No, you didn't answer. You also have to speak up. Kind of a theme of the podcast. <laughs> Very good. Well, I don't think that would be a good name for a podcast. You did not answer the question. Um, so Insta was a great time until it wasn't. Senior year was a little rough. Um, technically speaking, I graduated in September, mm. which mm. is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that. So the 
after graduation. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah. Seven thirty next level should be dance. That's all I can say. Oh, definitely. hundred percent agree. And I majored. Yeah. This may have come up on on a previous podcast, but uh, Dr. Ed Gobel told me that I had gotten to the point where I was one tardy away from being expelled from a class faster than he'd ever seen any student do it before. They never expelled me for a class for that. It was like four tardies equal to the next few's absence. Yeah, it was eleven. Absences were. Yeah, I did it basically like within the. Yeah, I had the attendance lady sign my yearbook. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I don't so remember her name now, but Brenda. 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 You remember her name? <laughs> she and I were good friends. <laughs> I feel like Carl and I had very different Insta experiences. I think we had very different experiences. But Carl is also an O5C. For we have two, two years. Months. Two years. For two years. And then where did you go? A one A. And you guys were O one. Mm-hmm. O two. I started out in O two. Oh yeah. Even though it worked. And wherever Lance is, Lance is an O5C. Right. Like I am. And so out of the seven IMSA people here, how many of us had a 7.30 a.m. math class? Raise your hand that the listeners will definitely not be able to see. Who almost <laughs> failed that math class? Only, okay, so four people in 7.30 a.m. Yeah, I almost Three of you all Technically speaking, because I still got a five on that DC. I was so excited. I was like, that's right, Dr. What a difference three hours makes. <laughs> I almost, yeah, I think I got a D or a C minus. C minus. Uh, when I took the first semester of calculus. And then they told me they wanted me to go into the second semester. And I said I wanted to redo it. So I redid it. And I almost still got a D. <laughs> but then I took calculus in college and I got a so, <laughs> pretty much. A word trajectory. It's helpful when it's calculus is not taught at 7.30 in the morning. Yeah. Um, okay, wait, Megan, what do you do now? Now I am a medical ed scientist at Northwestern Memorial Hospital. Um, supervising for the chemistry department, basically. So. There you go. Yet another MSO alumni who went into a STEM field. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> and then we have our doctor, doctor, Uncle Cope, who liked school so much he went twice. And that's what for his work. No, that's okay. Are you going to the University of Chicago? Emergency medicine? Yes. Because I see it on your shirt. Same lives every day. And just, and Lavina, what are you doing these days? Uh, right now I'm making some tea. Um, what am I doing these days? I just, um, I'm very aware that I'm very far from the mic because I just spoke to voice over here. Um, so I'll be doing that tomorrow. Stop sleeping with Sue. I don't know. It's okay for you. No, you can't. You can stop sleeping. Well, I don't remember what it is because you know you want to do things. Do a team. So I'll know how it's supposed to happen. Uh, apparently one, one of them is that. I think it's, I think it's actually four medicals. So four medicals here. Um, so that. Um, should I have a coaster? I think I did, uh, I don't know if I did, I did a couple of fashion after cheese for the last one. Um, I am uh, an occasional standardized patient for the Northwestern, for the Hamburg School of Medicine at Northwestern. Um, but mostly I direct flights. Right. She sometimes makes pakora on her off time. Delicious pakora. A lot of help from the This is Katrina yeah. distributing posters. Ah. Katrina, what are you most excited about? We haven't gotten Carl yet. What does Carl do? Oh. Why are we skipping everyone else but me? Because they know what Matthew would say. We're regulars. I oh. I do stuff. You do people don't ask details. Alright. <laughs> Things happen. I flail. That's really my job. Yeah. Shouting and flailing. Oh. Also pens and pencils. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my name is Carl. Uh, I work in <laughs> I work in Germany, and my main job is to email people asking them if they've done the thing I asked them to do. Hey. <laughs> is that a problem in Germany as well as America? 
Uh, I don't know. Well, it's... <laughs> so I can tell you that the Germans complain about the Romanians. Um, the Americans never answer their emails. <laughs> and... Um, trying to think. I think that's all the dirt I have on anyone. Oh, and the Hungarians have no idea what's happening. You are the worst spy. <laughs> what do you mean I am the worst spy? That's all the dirt I have on anyone? <laughs> I mean, when it comes to gross nationalities, yes. Yes, basically. Basically. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Now, Matthew, what was your question? I was going to ask you what, what part of this week, uh, week's events you were most excited about. Oh, yes. So this is my wedding week, which is apparently a seven-day-long celebration, starting last week we crafted, and on Saturday we made Mayday baskets. For those who may remember, I make Mayday baskets while watching Indiana Jones movies, and I've done this for 14 years. Yes, Carl? When you make Mayday baskets, how many times do you think about the dispossessed workers of the world? Rarely. I was actually going to ask if it's because you're a witch. Oh. No. Okay. No, but I do celebrate pagan fertility holidays. Okay. When are those? May first. Our May Day baskets. Our pagan or labor related? Uh, pagan. They are pagan, but mostly they just involve Dixie cups with ribbons that I hot glue to them, oh. and then I put candy inside them because it was pointed out to me by myself in my mid-twenties that it was no longer appropriate to give your co-workers condoms so that they have practice safe sex. Is this a bad pun? I was just trying to figure out a way to tie together labor holidays and pagan holidays, and the only thing that came to mind right away. So, forgive me, I haven't tested this before an audience, but Wiccas of the World Unite instead of workers, no? I, I see where you're going. I, like, I appreciate Let's work on yeah, it. Okay, we'll get Google Monkey to work on um, no, yeah, anyway, so we did that. Today is the bachelorette party. We solved the escape room in... Congratulations on that. Well, to you as well, sir. To you as well. We solved it in less than an hour with no hints, and that room has only a 17% success rate with one hint. So we are quite awesome. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. I was 100% <laughs> convinced we were not going to die. <laughs> really? I knew we'd make it. I just wasn't sure if we'd do it in real life. Let's see. And then today we're having, we're recording a podcast, and then we're having dinner, and then we're going to sidetrack. Tomorrow is finishing up crafts, and then the rehearsal, and then nannies and petties. And then Wednesday is the real wedding, when I will be going on a run with my brother. During where, the wedding? I mean, where do I This feels super big. Oh, no, no. Does your husband, soon-to-be-husband family have to, like, hunt you down? Oh, they would not. We brought treadmills so that we can run and everyone else can be just fine. (laughs) Yeah. And then we're going to, and then I'll get real married. And then we'll take photos and then we'll send up, tell everyone to go away. And then we'll celebrate May Day. And then we'll get dinner. We get reservations at a fancy restaurant downtown called Bavette's Bouffe and Bar. Bar and Booth. The French Steakhouse? I don't... Google Monkey picked it. And then we're going to see Hamilton. Ooh. Yeah. I Very made nice. him buy us some good seats in the mezzanine so I can see the turn table. And then Thursday, we help Lavina move. <laughs> <laughs> Friday, and drop off things at the menu. It's all being a good person. But oh. Yeah. And then Friday, maybe some sightseeing, dropping stuff off. I don't know. I have a tech schedule for this. Saturday is dropping stuff off, and then a Cubs game, and then movie night, and then Sunday is the real wedding. No, that's the fake wedding. I've already gotten real married, so the fake wedding is on Sunday. But it's the real party, right? But it is the real party featuring Deep Dish Pizza and a hard cider bar. We will be serving five ciders. That's it. No other alcohol. Apparently, I'm a legend at Binnie's. Why are you calling it a fake wedding? Because Willow got real married. Yeah, there's a pseudo ceremony. But Willow's gotten real married. Wait a minute. Possibly. Does it have an MC? Mm, Corey is officiating. Class of 2000, for those who may remember Corey from a previous episode. Yes, Carl. Katrina, is your fiance Catholic? He was raised Catholic. 
Ah, were you raised Catholic? Yes, I was. Where are you going with this? Is there uh, a priest involved at any point in this marriage ceremony? No, not at all. <laughs> okay, I approve of this decision. Thank you. But only because my mother is not listening to this podcast. <laughs> I would like to point out that I asked my mother if money from my parents was contingent upon us having a Catholic wedding, and she said no. To which I thank my mother, because she very well could have said something else. I honestly thought that I might be forced to have a Catholic wedding, but I have not been forced. Follow your bliss. That's the theme of today's bachelorette. It's true. Congratulations on getting out of that. My parents had to get married in the next town over. Oh. Because they wanted a. Popular song from <laughs> <laughs> the wedding. And it was Turn, Turn, Turn by the Monkees. That's the song that Rosemary mm-hmm. sang. Mm-hmm. Rosemary. Oh, and no shit. With whom we went to church. It's okay. This podcast is rated E. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> My apologies to the small children listening. <laughs> Rosemary sang Turn, Turn, Turn. You're right, because you could get royal. Her name is Debbie. Lovely. Hi, Debbie. Her dog's name is Dasher. Why haven't we had her on the show? Is she associated with influence? Yeah, well, yeah. That's for me. Yeah. I enjoy that both Jason and Katie Beats ran away. Rocky is here, but some wisdom in the decision, I'm sure. I'm sure. So, yes, that is out. Entire. Do you want rockets in the Allen's and Microsoft? Sure, rockets. Do you want to? We'll see what we can. Consent, like, Kitty. Rocket only likes to be touched. Crying. With. Yeah, I'm not touching this. Yeah, no. I'm sure it would meow, but I don't like to think what else would. No, no, here we are. Oh, hi, rockets. Yeah. How you doing? Don't be shy, rockets. <laughs> rocket. <laughs> that was rocket. That very tiny sound in the background. Very tiny sound with very large paws. Is there a market for cat ASMR? Probably. I'm, the internet, I'm sure, is a place of many dark corners that I try not to encounter. Yes, just so you know, this podcast will be Avengers Endgame spoiler free and Game of Thrones spoiler free. Well, now that you've said that, now I'm thinking about it. Now we're in trouble. Is there a way to unpack the escape room experience while also remaining spoiler-free for folks who may choose to attend to Murphy Town? I was very proud of myself to know the free software. Go me. Good work. <laughs> yes. Also, Matthew had some amazing mirror work. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't know what we can tell you. Okay. We had what, to solve what questions? In um in my cat's uh, escape room experiences and um shout out to Michael Achenbach for the uh Hey Michael Achenbach hookup. His podcast is called In the Jar. Um There you go. It always reveals something a little bit about myself and my energy in a group and how I solve problems. Mm-hmm. It's a you know, it's a compressed medium to high stakes experience. I was just curious. Mm-hmm. Everybody, if anybody learns something about themselves or anybody else, or everybody behaves as expected. Uh, I feel like we are, we were a distractible group. Someone would find something new and then four of us would rush over to that thing to look at it. It worked out in the end. <laughs> uh, I'd say it was good teamwork all around. Nobody really took over the entire experience and directed people to do other things. It was every person for themselves. In a team way, everybody was ethical leader. Mm-hmm. Yes. As we strive to. Without rioting, we did not flip any tables, however. They were all bolted to the floor. We tried. <laughs> we did try. 
I mean, some of us Steve did pick up a chair. Steve definitely moved a chair, and the woman was definitely like, let's put that chair back now. <laughs> Only after we won. The yes. thing that I, or escape, the thing I would say about it was, we, you're right, we were distractible, but also I think it's because the, this won't be a spoiler, the clues were diffuse enough, mm-hmm. and not necessarily interlinked, mm-hmm. that we could all sort of go off and <laughs> start doing a thing until one of the time we figured out. Right. It was funny though, too, because I thought we did a pretty good in the room, I thought we did a pretty good initial scope out of them, but then clearly we didn't because we found the one, like the one item that you found at the end that was critical to finish. That was what, 15 minutes after we'd made it in the next Yeah, we'd been in that room for at least 15 minutes at that point. And then all of a bunch of you were like, oh wait, here's something. And I was like, I thought we already did that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But it was fun. I would do it again. I would do different rooms. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, we definitely had a good group of people. My first escape room was in February, and I will admit that I was very skeptical, and I had a great time. Mm. And I there had you are. Hey, look at that. Now you like it. Maybe I like doing <laughs> Why was that pointedly at <laughs> Lamina? <laughs> well, I, I was just telling you, did you have a good time because I wasn't there? Is that, is that why you came? <laughs> Another person is... Uh, Oh yes, another Info one This is a very Info one centric podcast, but you know that if you listen to it. No, Heather she Ferguson? Was one year. She was a one. She was a one? Yeah. She was a one year. She was a non grad with Steve. Uh we're a one year club. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't think of it as non graduating. I just tell somebody that no matter twenty two, twenty one, twenty two years. Is it this June or this July? Right? Our friendship could officially drink as of this summer. (laughs) (laughs) No, but we could vote. Our friendship could vote. Yeah. Because Arthur, we've mentioned this before. Arthur, Matthew, and I were Excel 1998. When did your friendship hit the point where it can be a representative? <laughs> I believe when it turns 25. I, I passed that Illinois Constitution test in 8th grade. So, senatorship? 30. Senator friendship. Senator friendship. <laughs> yes. Anyway. I feel like maybe that's a new way to market negotiations. The different ages at which you can do things. I am now old enough to run for president, as are most of the people in this room. I support you in your campaign. Thank you. I have an official announcement. I'm the second gay candidate to run for president of the United States. Looks back. Hey, Dr. Hey. Dr. Poe! Wait, well, so the, when NPR reported on the, um, they sent out a really beautiful Heather tweet. Ferguson! We have another Insta person entering our podcast, everyone. Heather, come introduce yourself. Hi. You're very quiet, so you have to talk into the mic. Hi, I'm Heather. And you were? Class of. Class of 01. Good job. I'm glad they're here, because I was lying and saying, Nope. Well, <laughs> no, we're podcasting. Uh, hi. Anyway. <laughs> um, Carl, tell us about your life. Well, so I was I was explaining that NPR sent out a beautiful tweet listing the different uh, categories to which different Democratic candidates belong to. So they listed the white men, they listed the women, they listed the people of color, and at the end they listed the out gay candidates. Which made me wonder. Well, yes. Yeah. Where can, would you like to set up a fundraising? Apparently, Elizabeth Warren is very adamant that I need to donate today in order to meet April fundraising goals. And I'm like, Elizabeth, I don't know how to tell you this, but I'm getting married this week, and I need my money. I know. No. <laughs> I mean, is that all you actually have to do then to declare your run for president? Is just say I declare in a public forum? You heard it here first, everyone. Doctor, Doctor, Pope. That's the part I'm wondering. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen and Chelsea are making first. Yes. Lily Williams can run for Multiple times. Multiple times. Multiple times. 
let's unpack that. We have our first black gay woman mayor of Chicago. Mm. Is she has she been sworn in yet? What you can't hear is my perplexed face at Dr. Dr. Pope because I don't know when the swearing in ceremony is. Was the campaign exciting? I was in San Diego and so I would like give updates during our push up party and I'd be like, no one else cares about Chicago politics, but here's what's happening. And they were like, great. I think we're all just kind of like, no wrong, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's fair. I wish I could tell you something. Well, I did meet one of the people that worked on her campaign last summer who was like, I worked for this lady and she's going to be running for mayor. And you're like, oh, who's that? And now look at it. Yeah. Nobody thought she would win. I know. It was very exciting. Katie Beeks actually met her. I did. This is Katie Beeks. She also just joined the podcast. I guess I'm here. Everybody gets Katie Beeks is associated <laughs> at in, with IMSA by knowing me for many years. By choice. I, I was going to say, how many of you? 16. By choice. Years. 16, so a friendship that takes years. to drive. Yeah. Or is yeah. that true? Yeah, it's 16. Has that not changed? No, I, I think we still allow 16-year-olds to operate motor vehicles. Yeah. That's the thing we do. The smoking limit changed, but not drive. Wait, how old do you have to be to smoke now? Um, 21 for in some places. Some, okay. like, well, some stores are changing it to 21 before you can purchase. Oh. Okay. Because, you know, the law's not changing, but it's mostly about the vaping. Um, so Lori Lightfoot, so for those of us in theater, it's, it's very exciting because her partner is actually on board with So Lori oh. was the only one with a dedicated arts plan. Um, and I think that is, was, in my opinion, probably how she got a lot of the North Side converted. Because um, when you looked at the map, that changed as she did kind of open houses and forums and like I met her at a, an open house like somebody who's affiliated with the board of Steppenwolf invited a bunch of arts people to go and she did a lot of those she was doing like seven of those a week plus them all the townhouse she attended every town hall every open house she's very cool and calm and collected super wicked smart mm-hmm. like has very um good speaking points everything is thought out she's she's got um very clear direction and I, so I think once she gets that foot in the door of finding something you're interested in, she also has a kid in CPS, so people who are more interested in education. And that route, she did a lot of um, group meetings that way. Um, and then once she gets a foot in the door, you realize, like, oh, she's really knowledgeable. She's really smart. She says all the right things. But honestly, when it came down to her at 420 Freckle, like, either way, we're looking yeah. at a black female as our new mayor, and that's just super exciting. Yeah, we couldn't really lose in this last election. No, it was it was really good. But I personally, after having met her, I'm like, hey, she's gonna do good things. It's all right. And so far, even though she's not sworn in, she's already kind of opened it up and was like, I want to hear from people. So they've had hundreds of people submit to them what their proposals. Like she's willing to hire people for jobs that don't exist right now. Like tell me what you want to fix in the city, what your proposal is, how to do it, what that job is. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe nothing comes out of it, but just the fact that she's like, open forums, everybody in the city, what do you, right. what do you see the problems are and how would you fix it? And actually going through and reading through them is kind of cool. My husband is uh, already proposing things, so that, he's, he sees that as his next job he's working for. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now I feel like I should come up with a job proposal. Yeah, she's accepting submissions right now. Yeah, basket here. Purveyor of hot glue and crafts. Yes, and uh, waxes, ceiling waxes. Yes, oh, those are so cool. Yes, I believe Matthew is referencing the Death Star wax seal on all of our wedding invitations, which were Didn't quite. Did we actually try to melt one of them on the podcast? Yeah. What? I think we tried to light one of the wax sticks. On fire during the podcast, or soon after or something. I don't. I can't. I don't remember. If Lily remembers, I wasn't. Yeah. You're sorry. He's an avid listener. Do you have an archivist for the podcast now? Uh, We're accepting applications for that. (laughs) (laughs) So if you would like to not earn any money, I was. I was hoping just to get a 
consistent, like to release 12 episodes in a year would be a goal. But then I keep getting distracted by like doing a giant pre-Broadway musical in San Diego and then getting married. Guys, turns out getting married requires a lot of crap and it's a lot of effort. <laughs> what was the final tally on Paper uh, Roses? Over 200. I'm not sure exactly how many. Oh, I thought you were aiming for like 2,000. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. But there are the bouquets. So how many bridal bouquets did you make? Seven. Seven bouquets. And Each then bouquet is at least 12 roses. 11 to 12. And then mine is like 16. Because I'm the bride. Yeah. And then <laughs> they're also on every table. And, right? and then there's at least 60 per table. Plus all the boutonnieres, which I may have overshot the boutonnieres because I thought the boutonnieres would be three roses. They're just one. One rose. Which is why the men have extras of their boutonnieres and the women do not have extras of their bouquets. Seems like a wise decision. How much time would you estimate you spend making people roses? Each rose takes at least 15 to 20 minutes. So times 200. We're looking at, what, 4,000 minutes? I don't know what that is. And that was, that was complete, like, only gluing and painting, or was painting extra? Uh, painting was probably extra. I'm estimating. Once they were all cut out and, like, painted and cut out, I could do one in about 15 minutes. I could get four done. I could get three to four done in a 45 to 60-minute episode. So that's why I'm assuming it's about 15 minutes. Definitely watch these while watching TV. So just imagine that, like, Luke Cage is on, and Katrina is like, or like some really deep, dark, really TV show, and then there's Katrina making paper roses with her hot glue. Ooh, this is a curious question. Can we add album art to podcasts? Like, should we have a picture of a paper rose? I mean, we should, but that requires a lot of work and effort that I'm not willing to put in. <laughs> All right, that answers that question. <laughs> Can we do? An homage to Seal and have a song, uh, uh, Kiss by a Paper Rose in the bouquet. <laughs> Baby! I mean, it all depends on how what our production values need to be at. I think it depends on when the lyrics come in. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm not going to sit <laughs> I also just noticed when we were in these, the grow lights that are definitely not being used for marijuana match the... I thought that was part of the decor! They match the, the party scene. Why are the grow lights pink? I have the same ones. They're LED for me. It's on and they, they're not hot and they're pink. And and but why? But the sun is not pink. I don't know. Right. But it's just but how they come from Amazon. To be clear, when she says Amazon, she means the software tech giant and not the part of the world that is the Amazon rainforest. Just that is true. To be clear, <laughs> we did not order lights from I Nightmare. Think that no. people. I bet Raven and Chelsea understand. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to cover my bases. You never know. Once we're all old and rich and famous, and they discover these podcasts, let us know. These call. podcasts will make you rich and famous. Will they? Is that how podcasts When you have more people on the podcast than listening to the podcast, <laughs> the it's economics true. get real tricky. It's true. This episode in particular puts you over. It's true. There's a lot of people. Um, good luck figuring out what everyone's voice is, because we only introduced ourselves once. It's actually the puzzle. If at the end of all this you go in and you follow the clues that we have layered in through our voices, we have to save the queen. <laughs> Which, by the way, did anybody point out? It is called save the queen. The queen was clearly dead. She was. There was a bloody red hand. There was spoilers. <laughs> we didn't do that. There was nothing we could have done to save her. We did save the crown. Save the crown. Uh, actually, I believe that means we are the rulers. 
of them. Katrina is. Yeah. She's been oh, on yeah. the throne and worn the crown. Did you miss that? You had the challenge. The throne that the lady made Steve put back on the platform. Off the platform. You know? Michael just texted us eight minutes to spare. Get it. And so your your uh, escape your problem skill is legendary. Yeah, it is a 17% escape success story with a clue. No clues for us. No clues, and we escape with eight minutes for usually they give a little time. So weird. So we may be the best they've ever had. I'm not ashamed of that. We have not heard otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) There is no evidence contrary to that declaration. Therefore. It when we opened true. the last door, my reaction was, wait, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> I did love, though, that the one door was open for who knows how long before Steve's like, hey, we opened the door over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as soon as it opened, I let you know. <laughs> I may have opened it. <laughs> Steve is very proud. I just like thinking that we were running around like mice and it was already open, just waiting for us to find it. Yeah. <laughs> Is that an outdated Insta logo yeah. on your fridge? Yes. Which is so much better than, I'm sorry, I'm going to be that alum that doesn't like the new logo. I'm saying it. I don't, I don't like, like it. I don't like it either. I don't like it. Hate Apparently. <laughs> that's three. That's three o'clock. You're talking to me, hate you. <laughs> Shoot. 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 The old logo is better. It's way better. The new one is supposed to look like the I think it's supposed to be like the global. global. Now we're global conspiracy. I've taken thought they the took Microsoft to part. <laughs> it's bad. That's I don't never know. what you want. You I don't, don't want to inspire images of the part. Yeah. Why did they want? Why did they even need? That's what I don't understand. Is when people are like, we need a new logo, and I'm like, why? Just because the other one is 35 years old? I'm confused. They're rebranding. And are the letters in Helvetica? I don't know. I do not enjoy the sans serif that is taking over the nation. Like when Google moved to sans serif, that was unacceptable, and I'm mad at them. It happened four years ago. Google moved to sans serif? Yeah. Yes. In like 2015. The second G doesn't look all funny? No. It looks like a G. It looks funny. Now it looks like a stupid G. (laughs) (laughs) Does it still, is it in serif in Germany, Carl? I don't know. I don't know. I read an article on the internet that was talking about that second G and saying how cool it was. And now I'm questioning my life. <laughs> it's definitely sans serif. Now we're all, where is Google Monkey? Just Google Google. I have a question for you. How do people say per email in other languages? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, say that again. You're very quiet. I wanted to know, since he says that he emails other people that tell them in your constitution. How do people say "heard my last email" in other languages? I honestly, I I developed a skill where I automatically translate business speak. So when I read "per my last email," I hear, "Did you fucking hear what I said?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just see that. Um, although I will say, if you ever want to sound really German to to Germans, start an email saying "hello together." What? <laughs> yeah, Wait, in you, English or in German? If you write, so Germans, they all have learned German, they have, sorry, they all have learned English in school and they think they speak it very well, and usually they're pretty okay, but there's small Germanisms, which is a new word that I've coined, TM. <laughs> um, where That's how we're going to become rich, FYI. Yeah. Well, you, I'd like to point out that I went to Germany and started calling all of their castles schlosses. And they thought I was adorable. <laughs> Point that out. Was it because of your word use, or is it just your general adorable? I, mm. at this particular instance, I think was the word use. They were like, "That's so cute." These three little cosplayers working on their costume for their con they're going to the next day while staying in the hostel. They were like ten years younger than me. Wouldn't it be Schlossen? I think it's Schlosser. <laughs> I never took German. I never took German. Of course, I'm going, let's get back to together. hello together. Yeah. What does this mean? So we should have Katie on the podcast more often. So when you in English, when you write an email, you might say uh, "Hello, everyone," and this is very normal. And if you were in German, you would say "Hello zusammen," and it means the same thing. But the direct translation is "Hello together." 
Yeah. <laughs> and so I write this when I when I want to be really when I want to embrace my inner German fob, I write hello together and uh no one gets it. <laughs> <laughs> All the Germans it goes right over their head. Um so I had to tell some of my German colleagues uh that that's what I was doing just so I could get some reinforcement and like know that someone else got the joke. Okay. And now Wait. That I think it's fine. Oh, they fucking love it. <laughs> Wait, in this context, what does Fob mean? Because Fresh off the boat. Oh, I was like, Father of the Bride does not make sense no. right now. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, no. So no. when. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm like, do you take boats to Germany? They used to. They yeah. used to. We don't take boats to America too much anymore either, but no. still, still the greatest. I think I you really should call yourself a fall. Fresh off the loose boat. <laughs> there you go. All right, who haven't I forced to talk yet? Heather? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> How is your life? What's your life story? You just bought a house. How is that going? I bought a house. Yay! Congratulations. Thank you. It's going to be under renovation for the next two years. But I'm really impressed at how much uh what's the what am I saying? I don't know, how much Steve has gotten done. He's making progress. He really likes destroying stuff, so that's the big step. because you gotta knock down some walls. Did you buy a, a house house or a condo? It's a house house. Same Just family. as an interjection, that is the third Steve being referenced in this podcast. Steven, yeah. He can be Steven if that helps. So no. he did not, not really. go to IMSA. No. He is like no. He's associated by choice. It's true. <laughs> that poor man. I look uh, forward to his face on Sunday when he walks into the Star Wars wedding and doesn't know what's happening. He's, he's been warned. He knows. <laughs> he's met you, so he knows a little bit. So he wasn't last night shopping on Amazon for Jedi robes at the last no, minute. No, I think he did. Did Jeff buy Jedi robes? He did. I gave him the option. Clearly caused Jedi robes for going to be wearing, like, some khakis and a button-down, or you can have a Jedi robe. I'm letting you choose. <laughs> <laughs> and he chose the khakis. He did. Okay. I didn't know I could wear robes. It's, 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 <laughs> I, I track so everyone on my side. I track down RSVPs whether you did or not. So, <laughs> however, a reminder. Yeah, I um, maybe not everyone on Nick's side RSVPs, and he has promised me that they will not just randomly show up. And I was like, if they do, I will hurt you. And he has promised me that there will not just be random paluhas walking in without tables or seating assignments. <laughs> I feel very strongly about the Yeah, I mean, one of us checking names at the door. You read my invitation. Therefore, it's not entirely a rock issue. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I mean, we do have T. Reginald, our dinosaur, will be making an appearance. Just heads up, so T-Reg was given to me by Lavina for my 30th birthday. T-Reg has been with us for quite a while. We did have to order him a new life vessel, as the one he had <laughs> was leaking. T-Reg is an inflatable dinosaur, for those at home who are confused. So we had to order him a new vessel, and T-Reg's spiritual essence has been moved. It was pumped, sucked, and blown back in. Just tell me that. (laughs) We said goodbye in a very moving ceremony. There were... Did you burn it? It's plastic, so no. (laughs) So T-Reg will be making appearances at both the real and the fake wedding. When did T-Reg... When did he uh, first start to indicate that he wanted to ship the vessel? Uh, I think he got the first leak about a year ago. It was really the beginning of the end. And he was patched up. Nick went out and got us plastic patching. 
the magic yeah. again. Mm-hmm. No, and then we had yeah. That's super what stones are for. And then it was very intense. And then just over the last few months, we've just been slowly deflating rapidly. Slowly deflating rapidly. Nick is dedicated to T Reg. So, it's true. I mean, there there are photos of the two of them while Katrina's gone, just watching mm-hmm. living the life and missing her. It's true. <laughs> no, but T Reg. He looks on. Essence has been moved, so T Reg has not gone anywhere. No. Did you put him? T Reginald. We do have a Unity lightsaber, which if you're in a trying to figure out what that means, you are not alone because the bride doesn't understand what that means. Is this at the real wedding or the fake wedding? The fake wedding. We have two lightsabers. We're gonna stick together to make one lightsaber, which is a beautiful metaphor, but also really dumb. Because once you do that, only one person can use the lightsaber without getting stabbed. You're really doing that? Yes. <laughs> Carl, we have six days away, man. I don't have more jokes. This feels a little akin to, so in Indie Mornings, there's a moment where, right, the bride and the groom circle fire together seven times, seven Sarahs, and then the bride leaves a certain amount of time, the groom leaves a certain amount of time, sorry. Uh, Get a little close to the mic. Um, but there is this moment where after they're done, uh, they're done taking these couple circles. Um, it's it's this sort of unofficial. It's unofficially known that was this first is the person that wears the pants in the relationship. Um, and I remember this very clearly because my cousin Anita and Sheila got married um, a year apart, and uh, Anita had very clearly studied this the whole ceremony. She had this massive binder that she passed on to Sheila, and. Um, <laughs> This this particular moment, this this idea of whoever sits first is the person that wears pants, uh, was like the most important thing that I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just remember her when she was like, her ass was in that seat right away. <laughs> so I don't do know. do many people know this story before they themselves are already married? Well, I also don't know if it's one of those things that like depend right because India contains multitudes, Hinduism contains multitudes, so I, I suspect that this probably is something specific to our, our families probably um you know where and how we grew up, much like this many traditions. Um because it was it wasn't super well known. It wasn't like the moment that everybody knew it was coming. Um was she like looking on Wikipedia for like small regional traditions? Oh well, no like the, the the priest said so like right afterwards like oh by the way whoever's that first this and so because Anita had gotten married a year before she was like all right I'm gonna remember this. It would be great if the Buzzfeed headline would be how to own your husband. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Are you writing an article now? We have another. Hey, you're 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 here for the last seven minutes of the podcast. Awesome. Introduce yourself. I'm Eric Tibby. And he is in the by association by choice. Okay. Yeah. So Katrina, are there uh, traditions in your family that you're? Incorporating uh, in or in Nick's is family. Is this a loaded question? No, I'm just like playing, the answer to this? playing off of Lavina's okay, story so here. Or are you rejecting all of that? No, no, no. There is a tradition in the Breton Camp family. What? Why is my brother shaking his head at me? Because there's only one tradition, and it's not very good. Well, the point apparently. He also didn't also, read any of the memos, so he has no idea no. what you're about to say. Yeah, no, he does. No, he I read know. The script. Yeah. Um. So, Wait, there's a script? There's a script. Only if I have to. It's this. <laughs> 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 um, we're still working on what our vow language actually is. Like, what are we actually promising to do? Um, anyway, you have to be voted into the Breeding Camp family. The Breeding Camps are my mother's side of the family. I, I am okay. And so. Our mother hinted that Uncle Ron is going to talk to me. I suspect this may be my responsibility. No, because I confirmed with Uncle Ron yep. that he will be orchestrating the vote during the ceremony. Okay. My father mentioned to me. Yeah, this is going to get real creepy. <laughs> I mean, for anyone who's not a freaking camp, you all are going to be like, this is weird because they're legally married and he's just now being voted into the family. So, like, if it, there's always that moment Wait, of tension no. where you're like, what if they 
don't vote them in, which happened with Laurie and Kevin. Ooh. No, they got voted in, but that like does definitely not surprise with Laurie. Me. We were all like, <laughs> Laurie, we like you now. You're pretty cool. At the time, we were a little on the fence. Not that you would ever listen to this podcast. You're way too cool to listen to this podcast. Not true. <laughs> so, so do you have to like declare merits to be voted in? Yeah. Do we? I've only been there. Is there for like a campaign, and then Paul got voted in, but that was like at the reception, and it was so fast. Which Paul? Valeski. That one. Because it's like majority, like yeah. Yes, it's and it's only it's not everyone in the family. It's only who's there for the vote. Yes. Okay. So there will only be forty breathing camps only. at this wedding. Only. Only. It could have been sixty-five. No. Sure. It's only forty. Are we down to sixty-five? I think we might be up to sixty-seven. In either case, what's the campaign? How are we selling Nick? Not, in I case don't I need to swing some votes on the day of. What are my talking well, so, Okay, do, do not mention baseball. Do not mention baseball. But that that's like that central is losing, to his core. That is a losing proposition. The family is from St. Louis. Uh, that is a Cardinals. losing proposition. Uh, yeah. Yeah, which also, I'm hoping, so the day also, before the real, the fake wedding, we're going to a Cubs-Cardinals game. We got 56 tickets. You're going tickets. to a fucking Cubs-Cardinals game? Why are you Carl, not going? You are going to the Cubs-Cardinals game. You have I thought ticket. you said this was the day before the real wedding. No, oh, I meant, okay. and then I corrected myself. It's the day before the fake wedding. Oh, you okay. are coming to the game. Yeah, I, I am. I am. Baseball. I'm going to the baseball <laughs> game. I thought there was another baseball yeah. game. You I am confused. It's the this is very disturbing. Okay. Saturday is the baseball. Yes. Saturday is the baseball game. Yes. You are going I'm because going. mom and dad paid for your ticket. The point is, out of those 56 Who tickets... Who let them do that? They just decided it. We didn't send them money on time. <laughs> that is not true. Well, maybe um, it is true. <laughs> the point is that 31 of those tickets are Cardinals tickets. Ooh. We will be outnumbered by Cardinal fans at the Cubs home game. But what percentage of them like paper roses? I mean, <laughs> I don't think it was anything. Mom, you could end the five packs. <laughs> okay, so no baseball in no baseball. Oh, in terms of getting Nick, it's, he's gonna get voted. It's gonna be fine. Nick is far. Does this person know that they're being voted on? Yes. Oh, but I got distracted. My dad apparently was never voted in. And he said that had they tried to vote him in during the ceremony, he would have walked away. Which I think we all know my father would actually have done. <laughs> so apparently this is only a Team Young thing where we get voted in. No, no, no. You know, you know, this, you know the I know. Story. This is why I'm so confused. Okay. Well, this is supposedly a podcast about him, so welcome to the Herman family history. Our Uncle Tom, who married our oldest Aunt Lynn. Because Second oldest. Kathy's dead. Okay. Lynn is older than Kathy Oldest now. living. <laughs> also, you only have one cousin named Glenn, unless it's clear where the commas are. <laughs> <laughs> we only one have one aunt, Lynn. Lynn. We only have one aunt, Our only aunt, comma, Lynn. Lynn. Versus our oldest aunt, Lynn. Married our Very uncle, ambiguous. Tom. They were the first ones married. Matthew, remind me, you all debated the Oxford comma on this. I support the Oxford comma. I support it 100%. People who know the Oxford comma. Right? Why would you not separate that last one? Why? I didn't even go to Inside the Oxford <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we should probably wrap this up. What were we saying? What was the point of this? The backstory of the voting in. Oh, right. Yeah, so apparently all of the brothers and sisters, because mom was one of 12, had to vote in Uncle Tom. Yes. That's very cute. But apparently they didn't do this to the rest of no, I, I don't know. All I know is that Ron was like six and was like, screw you, we gotta vote on you. <laughs> Ron, being my godfather, the man who will be orchestrating the vote during the ceremony. This is where it's departure. Usually this happens at like some family gathering. Can we live stream? <laughs> 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 I mean, I, whether you're not, you gamble on Nick being voted into the family is not my the streaming is up to you. I am willing to live tweet. There is, <laughs> is Wi Fi at the venue for those wondering. Which, again, Uncle Ron was like, um, How are we going to watch the game if we're called at 3 p.m. for photos? And I was like, There will be Wi Fi. It's a little awkward if you have your, your party standing up at the front of the room to tweet while standing up. 
Oh, but yeah, you for the aunts and uncles, oh. they can Wi-Fi the seats. Steve can, maybe you can just give Steve your phone and he can tweet as you. That's a good question. <laughs> 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 if Steve Downing, we'll be there. If we podcast during the ceremony, how is he going to do I don't know. And with that, we're going to end this episode of Ethical Rioting with the largest cast of people ever. Woohoo! Yeah, how, yeah. how do we usually end these? Do I, I flip mean, another table? I think you flip the table. I flip a table no, again. No, you pick it up. Oh, we sip tea? No, I pick it up right away because you ethical riot. Should we sip some tea again? Yeah. Okay. Everyone gather around. Welcome. Okay. Ask you. Who still has their. (laughs) (laughs) Matthew is pouring liquid into the tea for people to sip the tea. And with that.